0: And welcome to the Health Essentials Podcast. I'm John Horton, your host. Today, we're going to talk about how smartphone use has become a real pain in the neck for many people. Peering down at that little screen takes a surprisingly big toll on our bodies. It's not one glance that does it, of course. It's the cumulative effect of dropping our gaze an average of four and a half hours per day to check texts, read the news, or catch the latest social media gossip. This movement can eventually cause a repetitive stress injury dubbed Tech Neck. So what can you do to block those unwanted aches and pains? To find out, we made a call to chiropractor Andrew Bang, one of the many trusted experts at Cleveland Clinic, who pop into our weekly podcast to offer advice to help you live a healthier life. Let's see what he has to say. Dr. Bang, thank you so much for joining us again. It's it's always a good day when I see you on the interview schedule.
1: Yeah, oh, thanks, John. Yeah, man, I love it. We've done a lot together now over the years, haven't we? We
0: definitely have. So so today we're talking about Tech
1: Neck, and I have to
0: think that the chiropractor in you, as you walk around and you see everybody on their
1: phones, you just want to
0: look grab them and go,
1: no, stop it. I mean, th- does that happen to you a lot? Oh, of course. My kids probably uh, will someday do a lot of counseling because I've just nacked them to death. <laughs> uh, hey, look up. Stop it. We actually had to <laughs> Change my kid's uh, gaming setup. So his neck was straight ahead on his computer. So wow. yeah, <laughs> I'm a stickler.
0: And that's why you're here. So um, I, I think for a lot of us, it's hard to look at, at your smartphone and, and think that it's something that's that's going to cause an injury. So sure. what is happening? Like, how is it hurting you?
1: Okay. So I can't take credit for this. So uh, Dr. Kenneth Handraj, He's a a neurosurgeon out of New York spine surgery. He did this great study evaluating stressors on the cervical spine. Okay. He wanted to real, his real theory was like, okay, if I have to fuse a patient from a a traumatic injury, what's going to happen? Does it matter if I fuse them straight up and down or slightly flexed? Is it a big deal? So he found out some pretty cool numbers that that's helped me really try to send this message home to patients. So think of your head like a bowling ball a 10 to 12 pounder. Okay. That's a lot of weight, right? You've been bowling before, right, John?
0: Your head is really that heavy? It's <laughs> yeah, 10 to 12
1: pounds? Yes. Maybe for you, it's 12 because you're so smart, but for the rest of us, it's 10 <laughs> But essentially, as that ball moves forward, flexing or like away from your shoulders, it gets heavier. So it goes from 10 to 12 pounds. And if you go 15 degrees of flexion, just like down a little bit, now it's 27 pounds. Wow. Yeah. More than double, right? That's like crazy quick, uh, up in, uh, weight, but that's not even like when you're looking down your phone, you're doing way more than 15 degrees of flexion. You're doing more like, you know, 30 probably. And when it's 30 pounds or 30 degrees forward, now it's 40 pounds of stress on your neck and those joints. And it just keeps climbing when you're looking down in your lap, which is about 60 degrees. Now it's 60 pounds of pressure your neck and shoulders it's crazy that for some people that's half their body weight or a third of their body weight
0: that is that that is just it's it's mind-blowing yeah. it, 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 you're throwing
1: more info in there now my head is getting even heavier so so yeah the next time you go bowling you listeners take that bowling ball and just see how much harder it is the further away you hold that ball from your body how much heavier it is perceived and that's what's happening to your neck and shoulders so you look down for a second or two at something no big deal but now you do that over a sustained period of time when you're watching this really good TikTok or you're watching something on YouTube or reading a long email. Then that's where the real problem comes into play. That's when the, the injuries start happening, um, in your neck and all the muscles around there.
0: So what does it, I mean, where is it, is it hurting? Is, is it just your neck, shoulders? How far down does it go? I mean, where, where is all that force kind of
1: the force? Literally, we see this clinically. Uh, in those lower cervical vertebra, like, so we have seven cervical vertebra and they find that the most, the, the area it's C five and six, uh, and then, and then the next most common area is, uh, C six and seven, those between those segments, there's a jelly disc between all of them, but those ones are the ones we see most commonly disintegrating or degenerating in the cervical spine because of that forward head posture. OK, so that truly you can see that. And the thing the problem is, is when you're doing the action of looking down, that's not when you feel the pain. In fact, you're usually so engrossed in what you're looking at that you don't even feel the symptoms of tech neck until later on. And unfortunately, it's kind of like a cumulative effect. So it's like you spend a few minutes looking down. It's no big deal. Now you do that throughout the day. And by the end of the day where you've spent, you know, anywhere from three to four hours on your tablet, phone, computer, you name it. Any technology where your head goes forward, now we got problems. You got stiffness, tightness, pain. And then that in turn leads to these chronic conditions of arthritis in the neck. That's like where you have bone, but uh, extra bone growing into the joint, which you call osteophytes. You got degeneration of those jelly discs inside. You got overstretching of the muscles and tendons causing tendonitis. It's like a tsunami that <laughs> you didn't see coming, unfortunately. Oh, man. Um, well, let's go. Like, what does
0: Tech Neck feel like? Because like you said, it's not something where, um, you, you know, like you stub your toe, you instantly know you hurt yourself. I mean, Tech Neck's something that's going to come later. But what are the signs where you might say, uh, I got to start watching what I'm doing?
1: Oh, I like that. So first of all, like if you really to get like in the moment, you can feel it right now. So, like, I'm not, I'm not gonna walk you through this. Well, yes, okay, let's do this, John. Walk us through oh, John, it. <laughs> I, want you to do? I want you to pretend that you're reading this really great text message. So look down, like literally in your lap. Like you're let's pretend you're at work and you're right. reading a funny YouTube thing that you're not supposed to be doing. <laughs> so you're trying to hide. You, it. you know me too well. <laughs> so you're looking in your lap, and you're the weight of your head is now we said about 60 pounds. And you can feel, like, do you feel tension in those muscles?
0: You can like right here in the back, in the back of your neck, kind of like right where it's coming into your shoulders. You can feel the the, the stress and a little pulling.
1: And so for some of us, those, it will extend all the way down even to your mid back where you can start to feel that pull because all those muscles, the trapezius, the splenius capitis, all those ones that anchor your head and keep it upright, they're getting tugged. And depending on the person, it's all about like muscle endurance. So if you have a lot of endurance in those muscles, you could be there for a while before you notice the pain. And some people have neck injuries or his or, or bad muscle tone there for whatever reason. They're going to feel a lot quicker. So helping people be aware, like if they're in that position and just say, "Hey, what am I feeling?" They'll feel instantly tension, pain, or whatever. But for most of us who don't, this is what you really need to look out for. When you're like, "My neck hurts, and I have no idea why," <laughs> you just cannot figure it out, and you're like, "Maybe I sleep funny? Did I? Did I? Did I?" Trip and fall, they lift something heavy. And you just like can't seem to correlate an action with what's going on. And or the second thing that you really want to see is like, on the weekend I feel better. Or on my day off, I feel better. I started noticing this when patients would come in and just tell me those exact things. I have no idea what I did, or I feel better on the weekends. And I started realizing, well, it's all statistical. Where you spend your time is where you're putting your stress. So if you So that's the first things I go to. What do you spend your most time doing, John? You during the day? Where are you? What do you do most of your day?
0: Looking at a computer screen or or my phone.
1: Yeah. And then the second thing or third thing, if it's computer, then phone. For the third thing for someone is is the car, and they may have really bad forward head posture in the car. And the next thing most people do spend spend the most time at is sleeping. And so, yeah, we talk about technique, but like the idea is go to where you spend most of your time. And that's typically when you don't know what you did, that's the answer. So uh, that's why I try to tell people. If you have neck pain or neck or shoulder tightness or, be- or mid-back pain, what do you spend most of your day doing? And that's what we need to evaluate. Well, you were talking about finding
0: answers, which, which brings us to the next thing, which is how, what would you recommend doing to treat Technic if you are starting to feel yeah. these symptoms or getting those aches?
1: So yeah, of course, you have the options of physical therapy, chiropractic, your primary care doctor. Um, those are great. But yeah, let's say you want to start, you, you make your appointments two or three weeks out before you can really get in to be seen or even a couple of days. Start now. You can start this very second right now doing some things to feel better. And uh, we mentioned this in other podcasts and you and I always joke about this quote, motion is lotion. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Your body loves motion and your body loves variety of motion. So when someone, you know, we're identifying that they're, they're hurting because they're at their cell, cell phone or computer, we got to change that. Either by moving them and or creating variety. So like if you have a standing sitting desk, you got to use that more often. You're probably not using it enough because when you sit and stand, now you're allowing, um, uh, your body to move because you're going from a down position to an up position. If you have a cell phone, we're talking about changing positions like where it's down on my lap to where, um, you're, you're putting it up in front of your face. So your head is looking straight forward. And then what I will typically do, so now I don't turn into having shoulder problems by holding my phone up, I tend to like rest my arm on my belly and then rest the arm that's holding my phone and my elbow on that arm so that I'm not doing a lot of work except for things are resting on each other. But my phone is now straight in front of my head.
0: Okay. That makes a lot of sense to keep it out there and and, and to make sure your head is always aiming straight so you only have that 10 to 12 pound weight
1: going. But again, like even if you have the best posture, like people have often, often ask me, hey, what's the best posture you can have? That doesn't exist. The best posture is a moving posture. So yes, you can get your body in ideal postures, like when you're sitting at your computer having the screen like a, a really high. In fact, the recommendation is like, if you could chop your screen into like three segments, right? And I'm saying three segments, like three um, horizontal segments. If you were looking at the top third, the bottom portion of the top third is where ergonomics people, specialists recommend our eyes should rest because that's kind of where we get, um, the least amount of stress on our neck from that. So you get your computer screen set and you do that. If you don't move, it doesn't matter if you're per- perfect posture at your desk, you're going to have pain. So we're talking about, yes, set your screen up, set your tablets up, set your cell phone up when you're driving in the car. I will often have people kind of keep their head tapped resting slightly against the headrest. So their head is over their shoulders, but you got to move a little bit or you're going to have just as much issue with perfect posture, quote unquote, perfect posture.
0: Definitely. And another thing I know and we've talked about this uh, through our many discussions is, is giving yourself breaks. I mean, is it just, do you have to just put that phone down every once in a while? Do you advise that?
1: Yeah. I mean like, okay. So, uh, Yes. I talk about being like realistic. Okay. Yeah. I mean, some people change what you can change and then what you can't change. Don't worry about essentially, like if you have to use your phone for work, then you just got to be creative, you know, bringing the arm up, uh, use your right arm for 30 minutes, 20 minutes with it. Cross training. I- yes. <laughs> then your left, Right. Cross training. Exactly. Then maybe do, uh, maybe do an email, talk, uh, talk to text instead of sitting there typing it out. So then you you talk out most of your email, then when you go to edit it, you're only typing a few words um, where it thought you said one thing and it said it, and it wrote a different one, right? It happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Put your phone on speaker instead of, you know, crimping your phone always to the one side. Use headphones so that you're listening and instead of like always having your phone on your right side of your body, creating that tension and issues. Now it's in front of you because you're using headphones or the speaker. And so literally, I know this stuff sounds really like elementary, but you, I, so we teach this pain class, uh, at the clinic here where we have about 10 students come in. We do uh six weeks where there's different topics. And I'm one of those weeks. And we come in and these people have chronic pain typically, and we evaluate these different functions of their life, sleep, cell phone use, car use, et cetera. And it is amazing to me. People have these light bulb moments where they're like, what? It's literally that simple. And it literally is, but it's just being self-aware of like, what the heck am I doing? And what can I change simply and still be effective? Because again, I can't be like, John, yes, take a break from your computer. I'm sure your work's going to love that.
0: No. I'll try. <laughs> I was hoping for a doctor's note saying I need to take an hour or two off every day, but that's <laughs> yeah. not going
1: to happen. <laughs> people, people have asked me for those. And unfortunately, I, I can't do that. But what I can do is tell them how to be at motion and how to have variety and if you can kind of sneak those two things into your life in every situation you can self-evaluate what's the best thing here because I can't like follow you around as much as I'd like to. I know that doesn't sound creepy or nothing but uh <laughs> follow you around and say, "John, don't do that. John, do this." Just self-evaluate. Am I moving? Have I been stuck here for a while? And are my movements ver- are variety filled? Are they different? Or am I getting into this repetitive strain where I'm having an injury?
0: Whenever we chat, Dr. Bang, I'm always amazed at how we have these, these complicated issues as far as like these aches and these pains, and, and the solutions always seem just so simple, especially the way you explain them. So uh, a- anything else you want to add in or, or, or what else should people just, if they really want to take something away from, from this discussion, what would it be?
1: Um, I, I would say that there's a really simple way to create variety uh, in, in muscles when you're having pain. Because a lot of this now, uh, we didn't really talk about like, okay, let's say you have Tech Neck. We said you could create variety in motion, but I didn't really give some good examples of how to do that. So let's do that, John. Let let's, me, do let's do it. Some let's, let's do it. <laughs> so let's talk about some examples of things you can actually do right now besides motion is lotion and variety. Because I those are just blanket statements. What does that actually mean? So, all right. If it's tight, we want to stretch it. If it's loose, we want to tighten it. And what that means is you have some muscles when we sit, use our computer, use our phone, they get overly tight and some that get overly stretched. So as a rule of thumb, the sides and front neck muscles will get overly tight. Okay. So we want to stretch those. And there's a very simple way to do that. You hold the side of your chair. Do it with me, John. Reach down. I'm there. Then you're going to lean opposite to the, the side of the chair you're holding it with your head looking straight forward. You should feel that kind of like on the lateral side of your neck. Yeah. Throat. Wow. And then to make this even better, we want to look slightly up towards the ceiling. And you're going to feel it kind of in the front of your neck.
0: I need to stretch more, Dr. Bang.
1: Everyone does. It's amazing. <laughs> I know. This feels so good, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so yeah, sides in front are tight usually on most of us because our head is forward. Okay. We call this an upper cross syndrome. So our head is too tight, too forward. The back muscles usually get overstretched. So we've stretched. And oh, as a rule of thumb, your stretches need to be way longer than you think they do. Like there's a study out there that talks about two minutes per muscle group. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. That seems wow. forever. Yeah, it it <laughs> I, I'm happy if I hit 30 seconds. I know. Two minutes. Most people do like five and they're done. So yeah, try to get to that 30, 45 second mark. Work towards the two minutes, right? um but you want to stretch the tight ones and then the weak the weak ones the overstretch, like those neck muscles in the back like if we stretch forward down you're you're already overstretching something that's too stretched so we want to tighten it we'll do an isometric so with my head in perfect posture take my hands behind me interlace my fingers and now I'm going to push back and I'm going to push back with quite a bit of force and my hands are so push back with your head yes push in your my head push forward with my hands you feel those muscles really tighten up, right? Yeah. Yeah. So these, this is how you create variety and this is how you create motion without moving much, right? When you're stuck reading, you, you can do this while you're reading an email. You can do this while you're on a conference call. You can do this, a can do this in a meeting. Exactly. Yeah.
0: It looks but, like I'm contemplating something.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> exercising. So you want to push hard enough. Like we're talking like 60%, 80% of your max, compre- uh, like muscle contraction capability to get the blood cranking through there, wake up that sleepy muscle, tighten it back up where it got too loose. And the other ones that get really tighter, your pecs. So I'll like hold the side of my uh, desk and I'll turn and stretch. You'll feel this stretching here really good. All right. There you go. Feel it? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. That one's huge. <clears throat> and then the other one I really find is the big one is the muscles between your shoulder blades. In mm-hmm. fact, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but some of your listeners will. If you're ever either, it's mostly on your right side, some people it's left, but primarily right side, right, like between your shoulder blade and your spine, people say, I get this weird sensation. Sometimes it's numbly, numb and tingling. Sometimes it's like a burning pain or just an ache. That's that muscle being overstretched because you're reaching your arm out, using your mouse all day. You're doing these micro movements. So what we do is we then, we'd want to do a contraction stretch on our shoulder blade muscles. So pretend like you're trying to pinch a pencil between your shoulder blades, and then you really want to squeeze hard. Almost to where you feel like your muscles are going to cramp, and you kind of ride that cramp, like I like to call it. Don't let it cramp, yeah. but keep pushing hard enough like it's going <laughs> to. Wow. Same thing. You want to work towards that 30-second mark. 60-second mark is better of these contractions. So again, you want to stretch what is tight, tighten what is overstretched or, or loose.
0: Dr. Bang, I'm gonna do all of this in my next uh, team's meeting. and nice. I'll share your uh, I'll share your wisdom. Thanks. hey, thank you very much for joining us today. It is all, it's always great having you on the show. I can't wait to have you back.
1: Thank you so much, John. Take it easy.
0: The big lesson to take away from today's podcast, pay attention to how you're looking at your smartphone and how much time you're spending on it. If you don't, you may be using that phone to call Dr. Bang for an appointment. Till next time, be well.
1: Thank you for listening to Health Essentials, brought to you by Cleveland Clinic and Cleveland Clinic Children's. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or visit clevelandclinic.org slash podcast. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician.